Isaiah 65 and verse number 8. Thus saith the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster, and one saith, destroy it not, for a blessing is in it. So will I do for my servants' sakes, that I may not destroy them all. Let me read that verse again. Thus saith the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster, and one saith, destroy it not. Aren't you glad someone said, don't destroy it? Amen. When everybody else said, give up, aren't you glad someone said, don't give up on them? One saith, destroy it not, for a blessing is in it. So will I do for my servant's sake, that I may not destroy them all. And I will bring forth a seed out of Jacob, and out of Judah an inheritor of my mountains. And mine elect shall inherit it, and my servants shall dwell there. And Sharon shall be a fold of flocks, and the valley of Achor, a place for the herds to lie down in, for my people that have sought me. I will bring forth a seed out of Jacob and out of Judah an inheritor of my mountains. I want to preach about the inheritor of mountains. Lord, I pray, God, for your anointing. Lord, I thank you for the wonderful move of the Holy Ghost we've already had. The power of testimony. God, the power of a testimony that not only shows what you've done, but what you can do. I pray, God, for your anointing to be on me to preach, God. I pray for the anointing of the Holy Ghost on the ear of the hearer. I pray that you would have your way in this place. Confirm your word with signs following. Do a work of the Holy Ghost here, Lord, in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a good hand clap of praise as you're being seated tonight. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for standing. Before our text in this chapter 65 of Isaiah, our text is actually sandwiched between two very strong curses that God pronounced. God said in the passage before that he would recompense or I will repay, I will get revenge for people's iniquities and not only for them but for the sins of their fathers as well. And then after the text that we read today, God gave another curse. God was angry, and he told them why he was angry. The word of the Lord said, Because when I called, you did not answer. And when I spoke, you did not hear, but did evil before my eyes. God is not one to ignore wickedness and sin. He is merciful and he is gracious, but he will not be ignored. Amen. And in this chapter of Isaiah, chapter 65, these two dreadful curses tell us that there is indeed coming a day of judgment on the earth. There is coming a time where God is going to repay the sins that this world is committing. And as sure 
as we're here tonight, there is coming a judgment day on this world. Amen. But in the middle of these two passages of judgment, God gave Isaiah a message of hope. Thus saith the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster. The cluster here is speaking of a young cluster of grapes that's hanging on the vine. This cluster of grapes, the Bible said, thus saith the Lord, the new wine is in the cluster, the found in the cluster. I know it doesn't look like much yet. I know it doesn't appear like a lot yet. Right now, it's just a cluster on a vine, but I'm telling you that there is new wine inside of that cluster. And then one saith, destroy it not. Don't destroy it. Don't cut it down. I know it doesn't look like it's got a lot of ability right now. It doesn't look like there's a lot of value in it right now. But don't destroy it because there's a blessing inside of that cluster. I've come tonight to tell you that I'm very thankful that when other people don't see the value, that God sees it inside of us. That when others may say, you know what, they're not worth messing with. That God said, I see an anointing inside of that person. I see a blessing inside of that person. Amen. I, I, I pray, I was sitting over there and I was praying, I was asking God, I said, God, let me be like you tonight. God, let me be like you. Let me do a quick work. And the church said, amen. I will tell you that there is new wine in the cluster. While it was nothing but just potential, it had not been harvested yet. There had been no processing yet. There had been no fermentation yet. All it was was a potential for wine, but God knew that there was something inside of that cluster that while others could not see it, he saw that there's new wine inside of that cluster. Can I, can I tell you what you witnessed here tonight? Just a few moments ago in these cardboard testimonies, what you witnessed were people that others may have looked at and said there's no use. There's no hope. They're too far gone. There's no potential in them. But God looked down while they were still addicted, while they were still backslidden, while they were still away from God. And God said, no, you might see an addict, but I see new wine. You might see a backslider, but I see somebody that has a blessing inside of them. I've come to tell there's a lot of people that we may be willing to give up on that God still got a blessing inside of them. There's revivals inside of people that don't look like they got any potential at all. Oh, I'm glad I serve a God. Look, you may be so messed up. You may feel so cold and backslidden and far from God that you feel like there's no hope at all for you. But I'm telling you that God looks at you different than man looks at you. Some people may say you're worthless, but God said, I see a revival inside of them. Amen. When, God, when, we look, when I look at this world, I see a world that's wicked. I see a world that's hopeless. I see a world that has no hope. But when God looks at this world, he sees people that all they need is a good touch of the Holy Ghost. All they need is a fresh anointing of the Spirit of God. God, I pray, Lord, help me to see the potential. I wish somebody would praise him for the potential that's in people that you might have thought, God, I don't think they'll ever amount to anything. 
Amen. He said, destroy it not. There came one that said, don't destroy it. I'm glad. Look, I, I, somebody told me this morning that while they were backslid, that while they were away from God, that there were times when they should have been dead, but God showed up and he kept them. When they weren't even trying to serve him, God showed up and said, no, don't destroy them just yet. There's still hope. I'm going to tell you, there's some people, the only reason you're still here is because God kept you when it looked like there was no value you inside of you when it looked like there was no hope for you God said no 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 you're not going to kill him now devil there's people the devil tried to put you in your grave he tried to make you lose your mind he tried to make you throw in the towel but God showed up and said devil you can't have him I wish somebody'd praise God right now I wish somebody that I've been that I've been preaching about you when you were away from God, when you were far off, but God showed up just in time and said, you can't have them, devil. For a blessing is in it. And so God says, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let the enemy destroy this cluster. I know it doesn't look like much to somebody else, but I see new wine inside of them. Amen. Can I just tell you, don't ever, I, somebody had a sign. I could, I was having trouble seeing them over the top of folks. But somebody had a sign that said, don't give up on uh, uh, something to the effect. And you probably are reading it right now. Something about don't give up on young people that were raised in church and got away from God. Amen. Let me just tell you right now, don't you ever give up on people. When you, when you don't see any hope, just remember, there's a reason they're still here. Because God sees new wine in the cluster. Are they perfect? No. Are we glad about what they're doing? No. But we're not going to cut them down and destroy them because God said there's still a blessing in them. I wish somebody would throw your hands to heaven and thank God that he's merciful and long-suffering and he doesn't give up. Some of you have young folks. Some of you have children. Some of you have family members. And you're wondering, will they ever come back to God? I'm going to tell you there's still an anointing in them. There's still a blessing in them. I still believe in revival for our backslidden family. I wish somebody would praise God right now. Can I just tell you what I feel? I'm not going to preach long. I, I, you know, I, I thought, man, I'm going to feel great. I'm going to feel great today. I'm going to get an extra hour of sleep. It's going to be awesome. You know, my, my, I'm, I, I get to, it's fall back, and I'm going to get to, to sleep an extra hour. I didn't sleep an extra hour. I got up at 345 instead of 445. I'm more tired now than I would have been. Can I tell you what I feel right now in my spirit? That there's people here and you have run yourself down in your own mind and your own heart and maybe by your own words talking about how no good you are how you don't deserve mercy. And in your mind, you're thinking, God, there's no reason why you would want me. And you have beat yourself down so far because of the mistakes you've made and the sins you've committed and what you've allowed in your life. But I've come to tell you that God does not see you like you see you. And God does not see you how others see you. God sees your potential. He says there's still new wine in the cluster. There's still hope here. Don't you cut it down. I've come to tell the devil, get your hands off of some of these folks. Get your hand off their mind. 
said don't destroy it. I'm telling somebody, some of you have had suicidal thoughts in the last week and you thought I'm no good. I don't even deserve to live. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. God says don't destroy it. There's a blessing. I've come to tell you there's a blessing for you. Oh, God, I thought I was going to cheerlead for a while. We're going to shout and go home. But I'm telling you what I feel like I'm doing right now. I feel like I'm a war with somebody's spirit in this place that you feel like there's no point in you even trying anymore. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. There's a blessing in you. There's an anointing in you. There's new wine in you. You got to let God work. You got to let God work. You got to let God bring you back home. Oh, God, lift your hands all over this place. I rebuke despair from somebody's heart. I rebuke despair from somebody's spirit. There's some of you feel like it's just a matter of time until, until you mess up again. You feel like you're just, that's just what you are. And you can fight it and you can fight it, but someday I rebuke it in Jesus' name. God said there's a blessing in you. Quit looking for the curse and start looking for the blessing. Quit looking for the mess up and start looking for the restoration. Quit looking for the breakdown and look for the build up. God is not willing to let you go. My God, I wish somebody'd shout right now. I wish somebody'd get it in their spirit. The devil may think I'm messing up, but I'm not. I'm going on, I'm going on, I'm going on. God said there's a blessing in you. I don't care how many people tell you you're worthless. I don't care how many people have told you that you'll never amount to anything. Your mom and dad may have cursed you every day of your life, but when God looked at you, he said, I see potential. I see new wine, and I see a blessing. God, let that blessing flow here tonight. God, let that blessing come on somebody's spirit. God, let that fresh anointing come on somebody's heart. God, let that bless. Come on, it's time. It's time right now for a move of the Holy Ghost. Brother Murphy, you were all over it tonight when the Father said, you're not going to be about my affliction. It's about my blessing. Huh. Oh, Jesus. Look, I'm skipping page three and four and five and six and seven. And I'm skipping page eight and nine. Somebody ought to be shouting right now. And here's where I'm at Isaiah 65 and 10. I'm at Isaiah 65 and 10. I skipped the whole message. I, I told you, Brother DJ, I had a square sermon for a round hole tonight. In, in, verse, in verse number eight, he says, the new wine is in the cluster. Don't destroy it. There's a blessing in it. In verse 9, he gives a messianic prophecy about Jesus, that he would be out of the tribe, of, out of Jacob, and that he would be the inheritor of mountains. And I got a whole sermon written about that for some day. I've been planning that sermon for about 10 years. <laughs> Someday. But then after... The Messiah comes. Sharon shall be a fold of flocks. 
Sharon, you've heard the term Rose of Sharon. Sharon is known for its beauty. It's, known, it's, a, it's a fertile valley by the Mediterranean, and it's, it's, it's so full of fruit and grass and trees, and it's, it's a beautiful place for herds. It is, it, no one would be surprised to see Sharon in this verse. Nobody would be surprised to see that Sharon was a place that was blessed. That's something everybody expected because they could look at it and they could tell. But then it doesn't stop there. It says, and the valley of Acor, a place for herds to lie down in. The valley of Acor is way different from Sharon. The valley of Achor was the place. If you remember, when they went and they brought the walls of Jericho down, they shouted and the walls came down and Israel went through and God said, don't touch anything that belongs to them. You leave it. But a man named Achan went through and got a wedge of gold and a Babylonian garment and he hid it in his tent. He disobeyed God and when they went into the next battle against a city called Ai, they were soundly defeated. 18 soldiers died. 18 men didn't go home because of the sin of Achan. And so God says there's sin in the camp. So Joshua lines them all up, and he goes down the line. Did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it? And then he comes to Achan, and Achan says, I did it. I took a wedge of gold, and I took a Babylonian garment. And so the Bible said that they took Achan down to the valley of Achor. They took Achan They took all of his sheep, all of his goats, all of his cattle, all of his stuff. They piled it up in the middle of the valley of Achor, and the whole congregation threw stones and killed Achan and everything he had. And the valley of Achor became a pile of stones and rubble. It was a memorial to failure. It was a memorial to sin. It was a memorial to what happens when you disobey God. It was a place of blood. It was a place of weeping. It was a place of sadness. It was a place of judgment. It was a place of sorrow. It was a place where the blood of Achan and his wife and his stuff flowed all the way through. His entire family was destroyed in the valley of Achor. Everybody expected for Sharon to be a beautiful place. But when the prophet said, not only is it for everybody that's got it all together, and not is it only for the place that's beautiful and looks just like it's supposed to look, but also there's that valley of Achor that all this time has been nothing but judgment and blood and sorrow and weeping. But when the Messiah gets his hand, into that place that's always been known for its failure and always been known for its sin and it's always been known for the mess up. But when God, when the Messiah gets his hand in the valley of Achor, what once was known as nothing but judgment is now a place of life and restoration. Can I tell you, if you let God get his hand in your life, it doesn't matter how messed up it's been. It doesn't matter how long it's been that way. When God begins to move, there's fresh anointing and there's fresh life. He said that, even that place that's known, that place that's in their entire reputation is built around judgment and failure and weakness. But when the Messiah begins to move, all that reputation and all that past, and all those mess-ups, and all that stoning, all of that, when the Messiah begins to move, 
it turns it all around. Oh, I wish somebody lift their hands because I was a valley of acorn. Some of you, all your life, you were known for what you messed up. Your reputation always went back to some miserable failure. Like the Valley of Acor always went back to some mess up, to some reputation, to some horrible mistake, to something that, that marked you for, for, for years and years. But then all it takes is one move of the Spirit. And what was known for its judgment becomes known for its restoration. Oh God, stand with me, I'm done preaching. Some of you feel like you can't outrun your past. You don't have to. Some of you feel like you'll never get away from your reputation, you don't have to. Just let the Messiah, let the Lord touch your life. Your hands are lifted all over this place. If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, you ought to be baptized tonight. Have your sins washed away. Old things, everything passed away and everything becomes new. And if you've never been baptized in Jesus' name and you're here tonight, this is your night and this is your moment. This is your time because there's a blessing in you. There's an anointing in your life, and God wants to bring it to fruition. And some of you you've, you, you've been running, hoping to outrun your temptations. You feel like a valley of acor that's always going to carry the stigma of what happened. I've come to tell you, you ought to lift your hands to heaven and rejoice. Because the Messiah has determined that was once nothing but rubble and judgment and failure now is a place that God says, I'm not glad it happened, but look what I can do. I took that old valley of acorn, I turned it into a place of life. And look, there's some things that's happened in your life that, 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 that you're not happy about and God's not happy about, but I'm gonna tell you what he wants to do. He wants to take that place of judgment and he wants to turn it into a place of celebration and life. You don't have to out... You don't have to try to live down what you did. You just have to live above what you did. In Jesus' name, why don't you lift your hands and begin to pray all over this place. I'm trying to preach a message of hope to someone. I'm trying to remind you that to God, he sees your potential, not your failure. The new wine is in the cluster. The potential is there. There is a blessing. Don't destroy it. There's a blessing in it. I pray, Lord, let somebody find hope tonight. In the name of Jesus, let somebody find hope tonight. In the name of the Lord God, let somebody find peace. You are not always going to be known for what mistakes you made. It's time to go on. While your eyes are closed, can I ask this church family to do me a favor? Can you try not to remember people at their worst point? Can you try not to remember people at their worst moment? But can you, by the grace of God, let their past be the past and let God's grace carry them forward? In Jesus' name, reach over, pray for somebody close to you. I'm closing. I don't know what you want to sing. I don't know if you want to sing. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I can't help but feel like somebody ought to be baptized in Jesus' name tonight. God, let this be a house of restoration. Let this be a place of mercy and grace. God, let it be a place of restoration life where the potential inside of people can come out. For God, I believe there is a blessing inside of folks tonight. Oh, hallelujah.
absolutely be changed today we're not going to be looking for the mess ups our next mess up our next problem the next thing that's going to go wrong but God we're looking towards the future because you brought us out of that God you brought us out of that and now we're moving ahead now we're moving forward in you Jesus we will not stay the same way we've been but we are different and though my life may not have been what I wanted it to be before it shall be different it shall be used by you there's new wine there's new wine in the cluster and nobody else may have seen it in you nobody else may have seen it in me Jesus. but there's new wine in us God we love you we thank you we thank you God for reminding us and telling us God when some of us didn't even think we'd be able to do it we didn't think we were worth it God but you saw something in us no one else could see you saw something in us that even I I, even I couldn't see hallelujah hallelujah so God we pray tonight that the word of the Lord would be settled in our hearts that the seed of the word would be sown into good ground that it would bring forth much fruit some 30, some 60, some 100 fold tonight in the name of Jesus there will be fruitfulness from this service we thank you God for it we give you the glory and the honor and the praise why don't you clap your hands one more time we thank you Jesus 
Jesus' name.